Welcome to another revival message from Apostle John Pierre Becker, Senior Pastor of Revival Christian Church, South Africa. If you are in the Pretoria area, come and visit us. I want you to pick up again in Psalm 92, verse 13. Psalm 92, and we're going to read from verse 13. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. So we're going into part three of flourish. I want you to write this down. Unless we are planted in the house of the Lord, we cannot flourish in God's courts. Unless we are planted in the house of the Lord, we cannot flourish in God's courts. We are privileged and honored to come into the courts of our God. And the Bible says only those that are planted in the house of the Lord will prosper in the courts. Say with me, I will prosper in the courts. I want you to write this down. Unless we are partakers of the grace administered in ordinance, we cannot flourish in a fruitful profession. I have seen people flourish in their profession because they are planted in the house of God. Just keep the cameras on the screens, guys, for these people over here. I have seen people prosper because they are planted in the house of God. I have seen them flourish because they planted in the house of the Lord. Pick up in Psalm 1, I'll read it to you. Psalm 1 and verse 3. Psalm 1 and verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted. Say with me, like a tree planted. Say with me, I will be planted. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in its season. Those leaves also shall not wither. This is how you look in the realm of the spirit. And whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. You see, the Bible says in Numbers 23 verse 19, God is no man that he should lie. You must keep God to his words. You have been planted by rivers of living water. The Bible says if you are planted by this river of living waters, you will bring forth fruit in your season. Your leaves will not wither. And the Bible says whatever he does, shall prosper how many of you know that you can keep god to his word he said it in his word because i am planted i will flourish and whatever i do will prosper how many of you believe that i want you to write down the three dangers of not being planted in a supernatural church write it down number one here are the three dangers of not being planted in a supernatural church Number one, those people don't know where to build. They don't know where to build and they don't know how to build. The Bible says that the tribe of Issachar, who represented the church of the living Christ, was the tribe 
that gave Israel divine direction concerning decisions that they had to make, where to fight and where not to fight. The church is like the tribe of Issachar. You come here for divine direction, how to build your marriage, how to build your company, how to build your career, how to build your destiny. Therefore, God has planted you in the house because you planted here. There is an Issachar anointing upon your life. You will know how to build and where to build. Say with me, it's important to build in the right place. Pick up in 2 Kings chapter number 6 and verse 2. 2 Kings chapter number 6 and verse 2. Let's go down to the Jordan River where there are plenty of logs. There we can build a new place for us to meet. He told them, go ahead. It was a specific place to build. Say with me the Jordan. Say it one more time, the Jordan. A supernatural church is like the Jordan. Supernatural events manifest, occurred at the Jordan. A few things happened at the Jordan. Say with me, location is important. Say it one more time, location is important. It is important that you plant it at the right church. It's important that you connect it to the right church. The Bible says specifically that they asked to go and build at the Jordan. Tell your neighbor, say, we're going to build together. Say it one more time, we're going to build together. There are people that build in wrong places. You, you can't go build in a Y. You'll be building next to volcanoes. The greatest storms, the greatest hurricanes. You need to build in the right place. If the builder does not build on the rock, they labor in vain. Matthew 16 and verse 18. On this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. Do not build on the pain of your past. Do not build on your failures. Do not build on the mistakes of your yesterday. Do not build on unforgiveness. Build right. Tell your neighbors, I'm going to build right. There is a company, there's a career, there's a calling, there's a ministry, there's a destiny God, God has given you. It's time God gives you the skill how to build it right. And when you're under a prophetic apostolic anointing, you come under an architect anointing. You see, an apostle is an architect in the realm of the spirit. They are builders. You will always hear them expand. You will always hear them plant new churches, new ventures. Come on, somebody. That anointing is in the house. Therefore, I can boldly announce unto you that the same apostolic anointing that is upon this house is, is going to come upon your house and you will build rights. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm going to build rights. Say it one more time, I'm going to build rights. You, you need to build where the river flows. The Bible says like a, like a tree planted by rivers of living waters. It's important that you build at the Jordan because many things happen there. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost here. Turn to your neighbor, say, something is about to happen. I will build in the right place. The, the, the Jordan was not just any place. It, the Jordan is where Joshua crossed over. The Jordan is where the ark was led through. The Jordan is where Jesus was baptized and the heavens 
opened upon him and the spirit of God came upon him like a dove. They built at a specific place. Can we go down to the Jordan? For there are many logs there. Which means that when God plants you in a church where the river flows, where the supernatural flows, where the Jordan flows, there is no limitation to what God is going to build in your life. The Bible says that there were plenty of logs. I came to announce prophetically, apostolically here this morning over your life and even watching online that there is no limitation to the logs. There is no limitation to how big God is going to build that company. How big God is going to build that marriage. How big God is going to build that family. How big God is going to build that career. I want to let you know that there are many locks at the Jordan River. There's a river flowing in this house. Come public holidays. Come whatever. There's a river of power. There's a river of the supernatural. Somebody shouted, it's time to build in the right place. The Jordan represented breakthrough. I want to let somebody know that you're in a place of breakthrough. It's not just going to be nice and nice meetings. You had a place of breakthrough. Right now, war is being waged for you. For a breakthrough to manifest in your life. For a breakthrough to manifest in your finance. Somebody might think, I just come and I just sit under the sound of the word. No, you at the Jordan. You at the place of breakthrough. You at the same place where Elijah took the mantle and he struck the waters and they departed this way and that way. I want to let you know you at the Jordan. Jordan. Tell somebody you're at the Jordan. You're in a good place. You're in a supernatural place. You're in a miraculous place. You're in a place of power. You're in a place of life. You're in a place of living waters. What's happening with this preacher? I cannot be quiet about it. There's a river flowing. Many people want to build at a swamp. They want to build in a desert where the doom is so dry, as dry as the chalk he's riding with. I'd rather, I'd rather have a hot, hot, hot on fire preacher full of the power of God, burning with the fire of God, than some dead religious institute where there is no river flowing. If there's not a flow, it means there's no power, there's no deliverance. You can hear the river flowing in worship. I say you could hear the river flow in worship. There's a river flowing. Tell your neighbor, say you have the Jordan. You're building in the right place. Tell your other neighbor, say you're building in the right place. I feel very sorry for you guys. Can you guys come fill these front row seats? That's open. Please just come and fill these front row seats. Because they can't see over there. You see, I want everybody to receive. Okay, just move the kids up. Let me fill the front seats. Say with me, I'm at the Jordan. Say it one more time, I, I'm at the Jordan. You'll be like a tree planted. Okay, that's better. Because I want everybody to receive. Are you okay? Okay, okay. I just want everybody to receive. That's the way I am. Okay. I don't want any, anybody to miss out. Tell your neighbors, I, I, don't, want, I don't want to miss out. I'm going to take everything that God has destined for me. I'm going to take everything throwing. There's a, there's a flow here. There's a flow. I say, there's a flow. And there's supernatural provision as well. There's some chairs for you. 
Say with me, there's many logs. Say it one more time, there's many logs. The, the, the instructions was, let's go down to the Jordan because there are many logs there. You see, you, you see that is a picture of an apostolic house. There's no telling what, what's going to be built next in your life. I say there's no telling what's going to be built next in your life. The, the, the one translation says that the, the, the minor prophets be, begin to complain and they said there's no elbow room here anymore. Let's go down to the Jordan because there are many logs. I, wanna, I want you to catch that in the spirit. There is absolutely no limitation to what the Holy Ghost can do in your life in an apostolic house. Another three churches can be planted before the end of the year. Say with me, there are many logs. Tell your neighbor, say there are many logs. The log speaks of resources. The log speaks of expansion. It is a place of breakthrough. They knew at the Jordan there would be breakthrough. Somebody shout breakthrough. Shout it one more time, breakthrough. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost here. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost here. If you want growth, build in the right place. If you want expansion, build in the right place. If, if, you, want, if, if you want to move forward, build in the right place. Tell your neighbor, say, build in the right place. Okay, from, from now on, you guys sit on the front row seats. As a belief, amen? Ushers, because these people know how to place a demand. Tell your neighbor, say, place a demand on the anointing. I want crazy Holy Ghost people on the front row seats that say, I want the anointing. I, I, I want crazy Holy Ghost people right at the back saying, I want the power of God. Although I'm sitting at the back, I'm going to catch that anointing today. I want people right over there that says, I'm going to take that anointing. There's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. I snatch that anointing. I take that anointing. Woo! Tell your neighbor, so we're going to build in the right place. So number two, here's the second danger of not being planted in a supernatural church. You become a naturalist. If you're not planted in a supernatural church, you become a naturalist. A naturalist is subject to time, space, and matter. They live a life of limitation. Would you lift both your hands and say the supernatural is going to manifest in and through my life. Now pray loud in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Say with me supernatural. Say it one more time supernatural. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that I'm in a supernatural church. I'm grateful that I'm not in some dead natural church here this morning. I'm grateful that I'm in a supernatural church. There's a danger in not being planted in a, in a supernatural church. You become a naturalist. Which means that the fight you're in right now, you will not be able to conquer if you want a natural type of church. If you want a natural type of preacher. If you want a motivational speaker. If you want a natural praise and worship team. It is not the right church for you. But if you say, I want the supernatural. I want everything to be supernatural about me. I want everything to be miraculous about me. You've come to the right place. 
Somebody say the supernatural. Two types of churches. Number one, a natural church with no anointing. No power. No miracles. No flow of the supernatural. They have nice PowerPoint presentation. In by nine, out by ten. Every service you go to, the same thing will happen over and over and over. It's called a natural church. There is no demand to push in and press in for more. It's called a natural church. But where you are planted in a supernatural church, there's a demand for more. There's a pull. I want to be more holy. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more radical for the kingdom of God. See will be the supernatural. So the second danger of not being planted in a supernatural church is you become a naturalist. Spiritual battles can only be fought in the supernatural. Listen to the message translation. Let's pick up again in 2 Kings chapter number 6 and verse 1. 2 Kings chapter number 6 and verse 1. One day the prophets came to Elijah and said, can you see that this place we're living under, under your leadership is getting cramped? We have no elbow room. It's much like what happened to us with the small tent. There was no more elbow room. Oh, and the Lord expanded us into this thousand seater. Or oh, let me rephrase, thousand and three seater. Give us permission to go down to the Jordan. They were under submission. Isn't this powerful? Look at this leadership. Give us permission to go down to the Jordan where each of us will get a log. We'll build a roomier place. Elisha said, go ahead. One of them said, please come along with us. He said, certainly. Watch this now. He went with them. They came to the Jordan and started chopping down trees as one of them was filling a timber. His axe head, give me my axe quickly. His axe head flew off and sank in the river. Say with me, we are an axe head church. Listen now. Oh no, master, he cried out. This was borrowed and it was borrowed. And the holy man said, where did it sink now don't miss the revelation tell your neighbor say don't miss the revelation the man showed him the place he cut off a branch tossed it at the top and the axe head floated up in the natural if this axe head will fall in water it will go to the bottom but there is a supernatural church God has raised up right here in RCC Montana, right here on the highway as you go into the tall gates of Durampur that believes in the supernatural power of God. There is a church that God has raised up right here. It is a supernatural church, which means nothing can stay at the bottom in your life. Everything must rise to the top. 
Tell your neighbor, say, everything's going to rise to the top. Shout it one more time, everything's going to rise to the top. I came with a revelation word for you here this morning. You are part of a supernatural church. You are part of an X-Blade church. The X-Blade represents the supernatural. That blade that came from the bottom to the top. It speaks of the supernatural. It speaks of the miraculous power. And I prophesy that anointing will rest upon your life. Shout to me, believer in the house of God. Woo! Some would say, oh, you know, it's not all about man. No, there was some significance for the man of God to go with him to the Jordan. Because one, when one of them had a problem, he called the man of God. He said, man of God, I have a problem. My axe blade came over and now it's in the river. And they had a supernaturalist with him. You need a supernaturalist pastor. You need a supernaturalist leadership. You need a supernatural worship team that flows in the power of God. That knows how to stir the waters. Hey, I feel the power when God sees a problem he anoints a man to solve the problem Elijah was the man on the spot who flew in the power of God who flowed in the power of God who moved in the power of God and there was a supernatural manifestation I want to let every businessman know here your company will be supernatural because you're part of an axe blade church your career will be supernatural because you're part of an axe blade church Tayan Hebrews say we part of an axe play church I feel the power of the Holy Ghost what were they doing be seated can I preach here this morning I felt like preaching I say I felt like preaching I am in the mood of preaching I'm here to preach you out of your mess I'm here to preach you out of your storm what what would what, what, what were they doing they were busy chopping logs they were busy chopping logs, which means they were busy doing business. They were in business. But, but, the weapon they needed, the, the machinery they needed to, 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 to do the business, cease for a moment. But the supernatural put the blade back on the axe, which means your company will never die as long as you planted in a supernatural church. As long as you planted in a miraculous church, that company will not die. That company will not cease. Shout if you believe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if you can pray in the Holy Ghost for a few moments. You see, this is spiritual warfare. Pray in the Spirit. Woo! Be seated. Immediately, the heavy iron blade floated to the service Woo. the supernatural church the church that will take you from the bottom to the top tell your neighbor say i'm going from the bottom to the top 
I don't know how low your low is, but I came up a word. You're about to go to the top. What does this mean? It means that the supernatural, it defy, it's, it's defying the laws of the physics. Proving that nothing is impossible with God. This proves God has power over the natural laws. When you're in the Axe Blade Church, you live beyond time, space, and matter. Somebody said, I'm part of an Axe Blade Church. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost on this. I feel an anointing on this. There were many logs that had to be chopped. But there was a limitation placed upon the job. You need the supernatural in that moment. I don't know who I'm talking to here this morning. But it's like a limitation was placed upon you chopping those logs. It was like a limitation that came upon your company. And you, you can't go any further. I want to believe God with you this morning. That he will restore the axe played supernaturally unto you. That it will be miraculous in South Africa. Where they say the businesses cannot prosper. You will move in the supernatural. Say with me the supernatural. Shout it one more time. The supernatural. I believe God is raising up RCC. As an ex-played Holy Ghost Church. That will restore the ex-played to this generation. And spearhead one of the greatest revivals the earth has ever seen before. Somebody shout the supernatural is needed in this day and hour. We need problems that must be solved. We have problems that must be solved. We need the supernatural. Would you lift your hands and say, I need the miraculous intervention of the power of God upon my life. I want the musicians to come. Keep praying in the Holy Ghost. Number three, here's the third danger of not being planted in a supernatural church. Number three, you will be easily shaken. You will be easily shaken. If you're not planted, you'll be easily shaken. Tell your neighbor, say, I will not be easily shaken. Write it down, Hebrews 12 and verse 28. Just play it gently for me. Hebrews 12, 28. Since we are receiving, this is the Passion Translation. Since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom. This means heirs who have rights of succession to a throne. Those who are planted in the kingdom of God, planted in the house of God. They unshakable. Say with me, unshakable. Have you noticed the storms of life can come against the palm tree? But because it's planted, it's, it's, un, it's unshakable. You see, the, the mistake people make when, when, when there's a shakening that goes on financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, they run away from the church. When they're going through a valley, a difficult time, they want to run. 
where the church is there to help. Say with me, I will be unshakable. When you're unshakable, it means you are heirs and you have rights of succession to a throne. You're destined for the throne. You're destined to dominate. You're destined to rule. Because you've been blessed in the courts of your God. You have come into the inner chambers of your king. You committed in cell. You committed in church. You committed in the visionary process of the house. You go through the school of disciples. You committed in the kingdom of God. You have a desire to be raised up as a cell leader. To run your own cell. For people not to go to hell. You unshakable. Say will be unshakable. An unshakable generation will be an unstoppable generation. I'm closing with this. Matthew 7 and verse 24. Therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. Built his house on the rock. The rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fail. For it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them. Will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. The rain descended, the floods came. And the winds blew, beat on that house. And it fell. And great was its fall. Was never built. On the rock, who is the Christ, the Son of the living God. You and your wife can have the biggest fight of your life. Before the service, you don't stay at home. You come to church. You in the biggest storm in your marriage. You feel like. Somebody say pastor give me that axe blade. I want to chop the log in my bed. No matter what. No, no matter what offense. Difficulty. You go through. You stay connected. Maybe I trample your toe. Maybe I do something. It offends you. I say something. It offends you. All we do is we build a bridge. And we drive over it. You come to, you, you come to me. You come to one of the leaders. You say, Sally, this one. Cookie, Sunny. Uh, You did something, you said something, it hurt me so badly. I feel like taking it. You never leave the church. You stay planted. The Bible says if there's any difficulty amongst us, we come face to face. We pray for one another that we might be restored. 
to a spiritual tone of metal in our heart. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm planted in the house of God. I am unshakable. As long as you are standing with these palm trees, you are unshakable. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm planted in the house of my God. I will flourish in his courts. I will be part of the supernatural church. In Jesus' mighty name. Would you stand upon your feet in his presence? Would you lift your hands to him? Beautiful presence of God. There is no perfect church. Not one of us is perfect. Not one of us has arrived in life saying, I'm it. Not one. In fact, the church is a hospital for people that must be healed and delivered and set free. I have never seen a doctor when a wounded sick person comes in. Point the finger and say, look at your ugly wounds. Look at your ugly. We bring the balm of Gideon, the healing oil. It doesn't matter where you at, who you are, what you've done. There's an ex-blade church that God has raised up here that will chop the head of every giant in your life. There's not once the pointing of the finger here. But there's a progress of transformation as people stay planted in the house of God. You will see as you stay planted in the house of God. You're faithful, you're loyal. You will see the Lord transform your life. You know what the problem is? People want to solve their problems by, my, by themselves. They want to sort it out all by themselves. Where God has given you a family. Say with me, we are a family. It doesn't matter if you are a prostitute. When you come here, we're going to love you into wholeness. If you're the biggest sinner, we're going to love you into wholeness. It doesn't matter how big that sin is. There's not a sin too big that the blood of Jesus cannot wash away. Say with me, there's grace in the house of grace. You know, the house of God is Bethel. Bethel speaks of the gateway, the house of God, the gateway to heaven. But Bethel is also the house of grace. Which means this grace not to cover sin, but to deliver you. This is the end of the podcast. We believe that you've been touched and transformed. For more great content and updates in the Apostle, please go to our social media platform.